12 to 1 every weekday during Rugby World Cup 2023. This is the Rugby World Cup Headline Hour on Afternoons with Staffy. Yes, our Rugby World Cup Headline Hour, just the four games this weekend. Uh, I was going to say most of the teams, a big percentage of the teams have finished, but we've got the cream of the crop. Four amazing quarterfinals to look forward to, with one particularly big one for us All Black fans. Ant Strawn, who's been on the airwaves here calling some of the games, and I'm sure watching a lot of them, joins us now. Ant, a uh, pretty damn good quarterfinal lineup this weekend. Welcome in. <laughs> Welcome, Steffi. You know, you did right, mate. Um, isn't it interesting when uh, the All Blacks v Ireland result is probably being talked about more than the, who's going to win the election this weekend, mate. So we know uh, <laughs> it's an important game in uh, in the fabric of our country, don't we? Yeah, it is. And, I, and I'm sort of thinking uh, if the All Blacks win, generally the, the sitting team, uh, the sitting party retain, and if they lose, the other ones get in. But the game's on Sunday, so uh, it's not going to affect the election. But there's so many ways to unpick this game, and with just the incredible, professional, efficient game of the Irish. Is it incumbent on New Zealand to unsettle the Irish pattern for us to get the victory? Well, I mean, when you analyse a team, obviously to beat them, you look at both sides of the ball. So, you know, you look defensively at what you need to do to stop them uh, in terms of their attack. And then obviously when you flip it around, you know, you have to look at the way you're going to attack them to challenge their defence, you know. And I sort of I jotted down a few things. If you look at the Irish attack, um, you know, one of their most dominant areas is their line-out. And uh, Dan Sheena's back too, and his line-out percentages are really high. I mean, a lot of their really critical strike moves come from their line-out variations. So if we can put pressure at line-out time, which actually the South Africans did some uh, weeks ago, it did nullify a lot of their attack from line-out. The second thing, mate, is that they run a really layered attack. So when they come and run off their phases, They've got lots of options happening out the back. And if you can stop those second man play, excuse me, those plays <coughs> or the layered options out the back, then, you know, you can obviously nullify that. And the key thing really is around your line speed on defense. So those three things together, if they operate well defensively for the All Blacks, they can certainly shut and slow this Irish team down. Yeah, slowing down their attack, um, not many teams have been able to do it. And and I just wonder, I, I threw something out, I'm no rugby coach at all, but just a little something, an element of surprise for them that they won't have prepared for, like maybe the first couple of um, scrums with Ireland's put into the scrum, put Artie Savier on seven and just beeline at Johnny Sexton. I'm not saying taking him late, taking him early, but just give him a different something to think about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, set-piece defence is normally uh, pretty uniform, but when you change a few of the pictures and your profile of your athletes are, are, are in different places, uh, a team that's prepared to play against you, you know, it kind of unsettles them a little bit too. So I'm, I'm with you there. You know, changing those pictures um, can also be quite beneficial and kind of, yeah, again, they can be a little bit unsettling for the Irish, but, you know, they're, they're very, very good at what they do. They trust each other. They know their roles. Uh, and I'm sure the critical game drivers, of which Sexton's obviously one of those, uh, you know, they'll, they'll know how to combat that. But uh, not not a silly thing to try anyway. 
I think the New Zealand 23 is pretty settled and I think we've all got a pretty good idea. Do you think Ian Foster's got the makeup to maybe try something, maybe chuck Leicester and Leicester Whaunganuku in to start to get a bit of physical presence, um, which Ireland have. We don't really, we've got Geordie, but our wings are a bit more live, a bit more deceptive speed, pacey. We don't have that punch. Do you think he's he's got it in his coaching framework to maybe try something? Yeah, I think he has. The conundrum probably is is really around Bowden Barrett and whether he, he gets a start because we know what he does at fullback. Obviously, he's highly proficient as a 10 as well, and he, he can run those pivot roles. But, of course, you know, if he's starting at fullback, you've got to have a bit of a contrast on your wing. You want a really strong power winger that can dent the line and put pressure on. You've got to have another winger that's got a high work rate but also has the ability to beat defenders. So in Mark Talea and Leicester, you've probably got those two players. Um, and I mean, I think his 9, 10, 12, 13 is pretty set, eh? I mean, with, mm. with Jordi and, and Rico in the middle, they're forming a nice partnership, even though they haven't played a lot together. They've got contrasting and complementary skills. And, you know, you've got to go with your tried and trusted at 9 and 10, uh, you know, with Smith and, and Moonga. Because, mate, we probably haven't talked too much about attack, but the attack from the All Blacks has to be, you know, has to have a multitude of options. If they go with their standard kind of shape they've been playing, the Irish just eat it up mm. because they're very good defensively. So when you select players, the likes of Smith, Moanga, Geordie Barrett, you know, and we talked about the back three, you know, you, you're going to have to have a whole lot of different options that you can present in the game because if one option doesn't work, you've got to be able to flick to another and or another. So I think that's what we need to see from the All Blacks. Yeah, I, I just hope we see some different looks. I, I mentioned on the show yesterday, Ant, that um, I think of the last 10 All Black tests, I think we've been really good in one of them, and that was the Mount Smart one against the South Africans. We need every ounce out of every single player to blunt Ireland. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, th- these games are at the sharp end. There's no secret. So collectively... They have to be at their very best. They have to be very cohesive on both sides of the ball. But as you've just mentioned, you know, each individual player needs to say, this needs to be the best game I've played. I know my role. I know where I fit. And if I deliver that for my team, then we're going to have every possible chance of, of being successful. Uh, and I think if we threw a lens over the last six or seven tests from the All Blacks, we probably couldn't say that we've achieved that. Um, so that's also exciting. Eh? It's an opportunity for the players to take responsibility and, uh, and I say, just prepare accordingly and, and just yeah, play their very best game that, that they have. We've had a lot of texts on the show. We've only been going 39, 40 minutes. A lot of texts about our kicking game and the aimless kicking when the All Blacks get under pressure. We used to have backs that could really punish, and I hate to go back to old days, but Nono Smith, they, they seem to find a way to punch through, and we didn't have to kick our way out of trouble. What have you made of the All Blacks kicking game the last 12 months? Um, I mean, we have seen some variation um, in those tests we played against South Africa, you know, Australia, Argentina. We saw some nice variation with the kicks. I mean, there's no secret. The kicking game now is, is extremely prominent in, in most test matches, particularly, again, at the, at the highest level. Um, but you have to have a clear strategy around what kicks you are using and why. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes it's you don't want to play too much rugby in your own half, so you'll run one or two rucks and then you'll clear the ball and you'll, you'll try and generally find grass, try and land on the grass so you can put pressure on the backfield or the defenders. 
Um, I think we just got caught, particularly in that French game, just got caught at kind of, they were aimless. I mean, we weren't, we weren't moving them around before we went to our kick. And of course, we kicked the ball to hand a lot. And I mean, the, the French were very good at putting the ball back to us. So um, yeah, maybe a little more thought uh, and, and you know, a little bit more execution around moving the iris around before we go to our kicks. But you have to have a, a number of different kicks to exploit them. Box kicks, tops kicks, grubber kicks underneath, long kicks for territory. Uh, you know, they're all in the toolbox of our, of our backs, particularly, and they're all very good at it. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's about having the right strategy going in, I think, around the kicking game. Talking to former All Black, Ant Strong, part of our commentary team here. Ant, um, I'm, I'm uncomfortable asking this question or making this comment, but I'm going to do it. Aaron Smith, one of our best ever halfbacks of all time. Is he predictable now? Uh, it's a really good question, <laughs> Steffi, and I think it's, it's one that you could probably spend a bit of time sort of, uh, you know, un, you know, we're looking at it pretty clearly, right? So I, I think the key thing for any team is a nine that can shift the ball quickly because the attack does, for the most part, operate around your first pivot, which is your 10. Mm. Uh, and he does a very good job with that. So Moanga never, is never really under too much pressure because Smith is so quick to ball and he gets the ball out. Of it. He doesn't hesitate. But as you say, in a game, you have to now, as a nine, have some variations that and I think the key thing for Smith probably and, and because they're expecting him to shift it he's got to start having a little bit more of a look closer to rucks mm. because we're going to actually have to go through some of these rucks you know we're going to actually have to go through channel A which is through the middle so he can be the catalyst to opening up some of those holes and of course it just creates some indecision in the, in the midfield defenders and the edge defenders so yeah I, I would like to see Smithy not not try and do everything himself, but de- definitely just try and move a little bit taxi, we call it, around those rucks to try and find those receivers in little spaces. I think that would be helpful to us. And your take on Cam Roygaard's brief, but for me, pretty impressive all-black career thus far. Yeah, he's been impressive. I mean, look at the profile of the kid. He's quick. He's got a really good skill set. His kick pass is, 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 is excellent. And he's very hard to stop with ball in hand. Mm. So he not only carries into contact strong, but he's actually explosive. And what I also like too, he's really proactive in picking up support players. Uh, You know, he's got a little offload game as well. So he's one of those players that can be so destructive in a game, but it's very hard to do that if you're going backwards. So the platform that needs to be created for him still needs to be going forward. Uh, But a, a really nice contrast to what we have with Aaron Smith. And I think that's why he's there. I mean, Fakatava did that job a couple of years for us. But Royard, probably, to be honest, uh, has a more extensive skill set, and that's why he's there. And finally, an easy question to ask and a hard one to answer. Uh, score, please, Anstron. Or margin, please, Anstron. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to ask you that. Of course I was. Have to. I, I tell you, well, you, you know I'm a punter, and, and the All Blacks aren't the favourite, so you know I'm going to back them because I'm going to make the money out of it. Uh, look, is if if the All Blacks uh, and I know they've I know they've got more to, to offer. They've kept some of their powder dry, and I know Joe Smith, particularly as a tactician, will will have this one sort of. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the ABs one to twelve, mate. I think they're, they're good enough to get up uh, and win this one. Perfect, and really appreciate your time today, champion. Uh, it's going to be a heck of a quarterfinal weekend. Looking forward to it. Cheers, buddy. There he is, former All Black, Ant Strawn, on his thoughts on the big, big match up this weekend. We shall take a break. We'll come back. Got lots of good text messages I want to get through. Actually, stick around.